0: the business of hatred and propaganda seems to be in steady decline. The problem when you build your business on an illusion, the problem when you lay your foundation on shock factor, over time, both of those tend to wear off. There's only so many times you can see a magic trick before it's no longer impressive. There's only so many shocking ways to exploit something before the shock factor eventually wears off. Back in the 90s, Vince McMahon, the WWF, they were on the verge of going out of business. For the first time, one of his competitors was steadily beating him in the ratings. Now, in order to remain competitive, Vince McMahon copied the shtick of Howard Stern. He turned professional wrestling into what some in the media described as an X-rated circus. Elderly women giving birth to hands, wrestlers portraying roles as porn stars, women stripping down naked on live television. Eventually, ratings for the WWF on Monday nights were the highest in the history of the business, but there was a problem. After you do all of that, what do you do next? Yeah, it was cool seeing some dude get body slammed off a 30-foot ladder, but what's next? The cursing, the beer drinking in the ring from Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was entertaining for a while. What's next? You see where I'm going here? Eventually, you reach the end of the line and all that's left to sell to your audience is your core product. Vince McMahon, he eventually tamed down his product, went back to being about wrestling, PG rated and all that, and the WWF. They haven't seen the ratings from the 90s ever since. Something similar is happening right now in the business of mythical racism. People like Jamel Hill, Joy Reid, they built their careers on the illusion that America is a systemically racist country. They built their business on the illusion that all police officers are hunting down black men. For a while, it worked. Jamel Hill landed a six-figure deal with Spotify based on affirmative action. The Wicked Whig, Joy Reid, landed a primetime slot on MSNBC. When her show premiered in the summer of 2020, Joy Reid was an instant success. Millions of people tuning in every night to hear about the evils of the white man and the inherent racism of Orange Man Bad. The problem when you're selling lies, those lies have an expiration date. If you're constantly telling people every night that white people are racist, America is racist, the system is set up against minorities, damn, damn. I mean, this country is so against minorities. There are thousands of them right now in New York City trashing five-star hotels on our taxpayer dollars. When none of those lies end up coming to fruition, you find yourself with a problem that's oftentimes impossible to overcome. Your lack of credibility. Jamel Hill, complete lack of credibility. Don't take my word for it. Just go look at her book sales. For months, Smelly Jemele promoted her fictional autobiography about a young girl growing up in a country filled with mythical racism. America was so tough on Jamel Hill, the system was so against her, she ends up becoming a millionaire without possessing any talent. Her sister in Woke, the wife of Lucifer, shares a similar story. Joy Reid screams about American racism from her luxury apartment in New York City. If you're a black man or black woman, she wants you to believe that you have no chance of making it in this country. While she's buying $10,000 wigs to make herself appear less masculine, Joy Reid wants you to believe your only chance of becoming a man is through a doctor's office. January ratings had been released for The Boy Named Joy, and it ain't looking good. First couple of days of January, they actually started off strong. The shit fucks, they were celebrating the anniversary of their first wet dream, January 6th. Ooh, look at all those evil white men storming the Capitol building. Leading up to the anniversary. 1.9 million people tuned in to watch Joy Reid hypnotize her audience with her sex appeal. I don't know about you guys, but I think Joy Reid definitely earned her spot in the next Woke Beauty pageant. She deserves to compete with other women who the shitfucks classify as beautiful like Rachel Levine and Don Lemon. But unfortunately for boy Joy, she was unable to maintain the momentum Friday, January 13th, a special day for those who identify as evil. Joy Reid drew less than a million viewers. For the month of January, ratings declined 7%, 1.2 million viewers a night. Joy Reid now ranks outside of the top 100 shows on cable. She is the least popular show in primetime on MSNBC. She doesn't even rank in the top five on her own network. She is consistently being beaten by Alex Wagner, the female chosen to replace the other gender-confused woman at MSNBC, Rachel Maddow. This 7% decline for Joy Reid, it's on top of the 60% decline that she saw last summer. Now, you would think, with America growing tired of the constant complaints of fake racism, Joy Reid would choose to shift her narrative. Maybe, just maybe she would start reporting the news in color instead of black and white. The tragic death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis gave her the perfect opportunity to possibly gain some of the credibility that she's never had. Perhaps Joy Reid could be the first shitfuck to think with common sense. What a novel concept that would be, to tell your audience the truth without creating fairy tales of mythical racism. Joy Reid was given that opportunity to turn the corner this week. When business is down, smart businesses, they make changes. They change with the times. This is not the summer of 2020 anymore. This is not George Floyd. What happened in Memphis, that was a clear case of black-on-black crime. Not one white person was involved. Joy Reid was given the opportunity to speak to her community, possibly even heal her community, What did she do with her opportunity? (laughs) Once again, she used what happened to Tyree Nichols to spread hate and division. Here are a couple of clips of the absolute filth Lucifer's mistress presented this week. Roll the film. Citizens feel free to scream at the police when they're pulled over or even to swing their fists at them. They get fed by the police after they gun down a church full of worshipers. They calmly surrender after committing a massacre. But those in this country who are still treated as subjects, black folks, regardless of wealth or status, brown folks, AAPI Americans, poor white folks, non-white immigrants and others who live at the margins of citizenship, live with the constant risk of housing and job discrimination based on your race, your social status, your hairstyle, or your last name. And it literally doesn't matter whether the police officer is white, or looks like you, grew up like you, or could without that uniform on, be you. It's not the race of the officer, it's the design of the system. We are constantly, as a movement, coming to the table with a wide range of policy proposals from ending qualified immunity to pretextual um, uh, traffic stops to databases to all sets of things. And the only time that law enforcement ever comes to the table with anything, it's for more money for training that we know doesn't actually work. What we do continue to do is put 40% of our budget into policing and recruiting young officers like the five officers and the others who have not yet been uh, fired. And we put more into policing and more into putting bullies on the streets than we do into education and opportunity for our young black people and criminalizing them just as uh, C.J. Davis did in his quote. Did I just hear Joy Reid claim that people are discriminated against in this country because of their hairstyle? (laughs) If that were true, if that were the case, how does a woman with constantly changing wigs, had a primetime show on MSNBC. I don't know if I have ever heard so much bullshit in less than three minutes. I've seen a lot of people shocked that people like Joy Reid could spin this into a case of mythical racism, but when you think about it, what happened in Memphis, this was the perfect scenario for the shit fucks. They now have the ability to double down on the claims of this being a systemic issue with police officers. They are once again pushing to defund police departments across America. They pretend there is a war between cops and the black community, and there is a war, but it's a war that the mainstream media started. I showed you a clip of that one dude with the real feminine voice spouting off all these so-called solutions to this mythical police problem. But did you notice he never mentioned a solution pertaining to the media? Now, I'm not blaming the media for what happened in Memphis with Tyree Nichols, but the mainstream media is definitely responsible for the perception of police officers in the black community. The one maybe two, maybe three times a year something like this happens. The media fans the flames. They amplify the story. They pretend this happens every day in America. They create the illusion that cops are being taught to target black men. They repeat this sentiment over and over and over. Is it any wonder why black men have zero trust in the police? They are constantly being told the cops are against them. There are more white men killed by police in America every year than black men. Well, KC, that's because there are more white men living in this country. Yeah, no shit. But how often do you hear about altercations between white men and the police? Never. That one woman Joy Reid had on claimed, we spend more money financing police than we do on education and opportunity. On a per-student basis, America spends double the amount of money than other developed countries. $35,000 per kid. What are we getting in return? High school kids reading at a third grade level. Kids being taught critical race theory instead of math and science. First graders watching cartoons where Teresa Thong becomes Donnie Dong. And she wants to reallocate police funding and use it for education? What education? Kids don't receive an education anymore. They're being indoctrinated. They are churning out professional victims. Not to mention the fact they've already tried this. They've already tried decreasing police budgets. To the surprise of no one, crime increased in major cities across the board. Honestly, I don't know where Joy Reid goes from here. Now, she's in better shape than CNN, but Hell, who's not in better shape than CNN? But even former supporters of Joy Reid are starting to turn against her. The audience continues to decline, and Joy Reid keeps doubling down on the same strategy that ain't working. I hope Joy Reid eventually receives the Keith Olbermann treatment, where she becomes too radical for MSNBC and is blackballed from the mainstream media. I think it's coming. If ratings continue their decline, it's definitely coming. MSNBC, they did it to Tiffer the Bongo Sniffer. Anyone seen her lately? If Joy Reid were to ever lose this platform on MSNBC, she will become irrelevant. But give me your thoughts. Joy Reid, ratings decline again. Do you think she has a long-term future with MSNBC? Now, maybe they'll be afraid to let her go. I don't know. I don't know. You let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com, kc underscore btl84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.